It's called wokeness, and it's a plague. A plague that places tyranny before freedom, criminality over virtue, and hate over love. It's a plague that threatens what millions have died for. Victory at all costs. Victory in spite of all terror. Victory however long and hard the road may be. We will fight it. We will defeat it. We will eradicate it. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the least woke man in America. Hello, everyone. I am the least woke man in America. You are the never woke nation, a group of people determined to fight against the godless, gunless, free speechless, censorship ridden hell the progressive woke left is trying to create in the United States of America. Um, a lot of times I start the show with a list of different podcast apps and mediums that you can listen to the show on. What I'm going to do. Uh, this afternoon, especially when it's supposed to be 90, over 90 degrees here, is add a page to the website, leastwoke.com, where you can see all the different podcast apps, as well as a link to our YouTube channel, um, or if you're watching this on YouTube, because I know we do both, um, also other means as well. So I want to get that out of the way. And thank you, by the way, for all of you who continue, especially on Facebook and Twitter, to share my different posts. As you can imagine, given the name of my uh, website, the name of the Facebook group, the name of the podcast, you're going to be shocked to know I'm not getting a lot of help from the algorithms um, on any of the major social media sites. And as a matter of fact, I can actually choose to promote some of my uh, posts so other people can see them outside the group and join the group, and they, they constantly get rejected. Um, as I've mentioned on the Facebook group, the most disappointing one was I literally had a picture of Memorial Day in 1922 with soldiers saluting a coffin, and that was deemed political by Facebook, and I could not uh, boost the post so other people could see it. So... You liking and especially sharing on Twitter, Facebook, and on YouTube is really helping the cause here because I <laughs> I can't fight against billion-dollar corporations and especially their algorithms that do not like me and do not like you and do not like our point of view. So here we are. We are in a mass shooting hell here in America. The, the last podcast I did revolved around the Buffalo shooting. Ten people killed at a uh, Topps grocery market in Buffalo, New York, about two hours away. I'm here in the Syracuse area. Very sad, very disappointing. And I don't even think the funerals and memorial services had been completed yet for those people. And then there's a massive, terrible school shooting in Uvalde, Texas. So... I want to make it perfectly clear. I am a very, very pro Second Amendment person. I am not for banning anything. But here's the challenge. What I really believe is we, as the not woke people, which means we're not phonies, which means we face things head on, the exact opposite of wokeness, the fake make-believe world known as wokeness, we can face both things at the same time. And here's what we need to face. If we have a, um, an understanding of history like I do, and I'm sure most of you do, we know on, over here there is evil people, and there's been a lot of good people bullied by evil people throughout the history of mankind. All continents, all races, etc. 
I know that, you know that, and a lot of times the good people did not have a way to fight back. That is critically important with our Second Amendment. Because the left makes it out as we're gun worshippers or, you know, that was a bygone era where daddy's passed his gun down to junior and, you know, the, some northeastern yuppie can't relate to that. So the answer is to outlaw all of them. Because that's so old and stupid. And then they eat their kale sandwich and go for a jog in skin-tight, foolish-looking spandex. So anyway, um, the point is we can have an understanding of the evil of the human race how our Constitution protects us from that, that's the basis of it. The Second Amendment buried within that Constitution is a critical part of it. But on the other hand, and this is where I'm going with this, as concerned citizens, regardless of Democrat, Republican, conservative, liberal, look at the headlines, and as good citizens, good human beings, and be concerned about the level of shooting and death and destruction. The gun is just the medium. You and I both know that. What is going on inside people who shoot other people is a whole different story. Uh, as I mentioned in a Facebook post, which of course got rejected, uh, Timothy McVeigh killed 168 people in one day with a fertilizer bomb. The kid who, uh, whether it's the tops in Buffalo or the uh, shooting in Uvalde, Two human beings full of that much hate and evil are going to kill someone. I, I don't care if it's a knife, a bomb, a uh, driving people over through the middle of a parade like in Wisconsin, which was very underreported, and you and I both know why. I'm not going to go into that. So they're going to do something. All right. So like Joe Rogan said recently, we have a mental health problem disguised as a gun problem. I would take it a step further. And I Joe, you know Joe's more of an atheist, agnostic type. I think we have a, a soul problem disguised as a gun problem. And I know some people get very uncomfortable since soul because they think, you know, heaven, hell, death, afterlife. I'm not getting into that. I'm talking about the inner resources of a person, mental, emotional, brains, feelings. Before we even get, to, and that was the traditional Christian way of describing. There was a spirit as far as your afterlife and the soul for here on earth and the health of our souls. Because it's not a normal soul that does that, that goes on a shooting rampage like that. And that needs to be our primary concern. I mean, again, we understand the critical importance of our Second Amendment, especially in an era like we're in now, where you can easily say our right to free press and especially our right to free speech has been critically impaired. I won't say non-existent, but as we've talked about many times on this podcast, the Hunter Biden laptop alone, where the New York Post was the only one who would report it, that shows the state of our free, supposedly free press, where you and I weren't even allowed to share it on social media, that the son of the President of the United States was in that level of corruption, or excuse me, at the time, a contender to be President of the United States, that level of corruption, that he might be involved, and you and I weren't even allowed to share it on our social media accounts. So as the freedom of speech and freedom of press become more and more impaired, I mean, what else do you have left? And I'm not calling for a revolution. I don't want a civil war. I don't want people dead. But, you know, I, these people are dangerous. We learned that from the lockdowns. I call it the Jim Cramer rule. Now, a lot of you probably know Jim Cramer. He's the financial kind of wacky financial pundit on CNBC. 
Harvard law educated man, multimillionaire. He is the one that said the US military should have been in charge of vaccine distribution. And if you refuse the vaccine, you need to go to court and present a very good case to be a conscientious objector to the vaccine. So you add that all together, it's a scary scenario. So you and I know that part. But on the other hand, this is not normal. I have headlines here, which you probably won't see anywhere else. I, you know, A lot of you are what we call the producers. You're probably at work. It's Tuesday after a holiday weekend, which is always a, uh, you know, I know how that feels, right? So, um, you know, you got the kids ready for school if you have kids and blah, blah, blah. Listen to the radio and you're all different types of news. We call those producers. People are too busy to take it all in as thoroughly as they would like just because of life. And then, of course, there's non-producers, but non-producers don't really care about current events because drugs and all types of other things at the core of their existence. I mean, it's uh, 9 o'clock in the morning. Was it 10 o'clock in the morning? Excuse me, where I am here. They're not even out of bed yet, so it doesn't matter. So look at this for all, the, for all of you uh, watching the YouTube 130 people were shot and killed nationwide this weekend in the United States of America, Memorial Day 2022. I kid you not, 130 people were shot and killed this weekend in this country. 10 people were killed and 42 were wounded by gunfire in Chicago this weekend alone. That is insane. So I'll, I'll flash that up. It's got the notes of the show, so I can't put it up. <laughs> I can't put it up too uh, long. I don't want you to see it. But no, just kidding. But the uh, that is terrible. There was 14, well, I mean, the I saw last night before I found this article this morning about the 130 people killed. I had read last night, probably not the best bedtime reading, about 14 shootings taking place over Memorial Day weekend. Because it had this feel to it, I don't know, like the rest of you, uh, the Buffalo thing, the, the, the Uvalde, and I'm like, I Googled last night because I'm like, man, this is bad going into the summer like this because they always get, seem to get worse during the summer. So last night, again, not good, healthy bedtime reading. I Googled it and saw there was 14. A lot of them were holiday parties. So now this country is like the OK Corral where we can't have holiday parties without people shooting each other. So now, again, do we want to swim in the progressive pond? Do we want to pretend, uh, one, that a country where there's 400 million guns in circulation, that any type of ban is going to help this problem? Uh, I mean, that makes sense to evil Behar and stupid Goldberg on The View, who, by the way, did you see that? The rants, the hysterical rants they went on, the hysterical, self-righteous, virtual signaling, useless rants. Those two went on The View. Goldberg of Stupid Goldberg has uh, the blood-soaked Republicans with the children. Just embarrassing. You talk about two people who cannot handle the route that I'm talking about here. Understanding human evil, understanding human history, understanding our constitution, understanding our second amendment, yet at the same time, because as Ben Shapiro always says, two things can be true at the same time, which is remarkable, the most educated uh, you know, society in the history of mankind, you have to constantly remind people two things can be true at the same time, or we could actually care about two things at the same time. Second amendment, and this is a disaster. So 
the bottom line is something needs to change. This is a unsustainable train wreck. And there's only, what concerns me is the percentage of the population that could actually connect the dots on this and the way that we're talking about here right now. Um, I mean, 100 and, and, that, and, and that's phase one. And then phase two, look at Chicago, the Chicago problem. Phase two is if you're the type of person that's legitimately concerned, because I really think the left thinks people like you and I on the right look at the Chicago situation and go, oh, you know, oh yeah, they're all black, it's inner city, who cares, what a mass, blah, blah. This is a national embarrassment. That's not the way we think. This is, like Bill O'Reilly says, it could have been stopped. This could be stopped. The Chicago thing, if they cared about life, which, you know, we're dealing with the people who fight against us are also the abortion crowd. So you and I have blood-soaked hands from Uvalde, but they could be abortion 24-7. Give me more abortion. So they can, you know, do abortion 24-7. We say... Put the National Guard in Chicago. All this ends in 72 hours. The pin comes out of the grenade. All this, <laughs> I left because all of a sudden, individual rights, the Constitution, you can't militarize a city. All of a sudden, it makes sense. They could stick vaccines in our arms forcefully, take guns away forcefully, but you say put the National Guard in Chicago so old women and little kids can walk down the street, and all of a sudden, we have millions of progressive, constitutional, anti-militarization experts from coast to coast. It's a joke. So... So this is, balancing all this out is the harder route. It is the harder, thoughtful, intelligent route. But that's normally the most rewarding route. Because if you want a rewarding life, be this exact opposite of Evil Behar and Stupid Goldberg, AOC, the rest of the suspects, and you might actually get somewhere in life. So, and the bottom line is we're drinking from a terrible fountain in this country. That's the only way I can put it. I mean, you look at the con these kids who are doing these shootings, and they're kids, for God's sakes. Um, we are drinking from a dangerous fountain, is the bottom line. Drugs, porn, gambling, uh, it's out of control. And see, um, this is the concern so many of us have. And Ben Shapiro talks about it beautifully in his book, The Right Side of History. If you are going to have a you know free and just society, let's take the opposite, Saudi Arabia. All right, everything's against the law. Alcohol is against the law. Porn's against the law. Drugs are against the law. Gambling's against the law. Theocracy, right? I'm sure people sneak, you know, still do it, but it, it's suppressed. There's not as much in this country. You can get trouble, big trouble over there, right? So, but once you open the door and say you have give individuals the freedom to do this, and this is why I'm not trying to lecture you libertarians but i struggle with the whole libertarian because it's borderline a hedonistic attitude for me is that just do whatever you want and blah blah blah, and it's my life and like all these little 330 million islands that are all independent which isn't true because what's breeding you can see a ripple a chain effect you want to see it with the kids these personal lives that you start with the underlying addictions and financial problems and dysfunctional nuclear families that creates hate in a lot of kids and even if those kids aren't the shooters they might be the kids bullying the shooters on social media and then these ridiculous video games i someone told me recently about a video game where like the person begs for their lives 
But you can, and you can bag them for the lives, and you could still shoot them and blow their head off. Who in the hell watches this stuff? Plays this stuff? Lets kids play this stuff? So you got all this addiction, smartphones, people blowing each other's heads off on video games, dysfunctional families, all which creates what I call toxic ripples, psychologically, like Joe Rogan saying, mental health, I use soul. And then everybody's stunned. 130 people were shot on Memorial Day weekend. Well, how much garbage can a group of people or individuals ingest in these hedonistic, and I'm not, I, I'm not a good Christian person, I, I admit it, all right? I'm not a perfect self-righteous person. But at least social conservative people, and this is why social conservatives actually requires more guts than being a social liberal or a libertarian. I'm sorry to disappoint some of you, because you're at least setting a standard, even if you fall short of it, and open your door up to the army of chihuahuas, which has never been bigger than it is right now in America, who feel it is their freaking duty in life to run around with a clipboard, keeping track of how good what a good little social conservative. What a good Christian. Are you living up to Jesus' teachings? As I, you know, every other word is F out of my mouth. I reek of marijuana 24 hours a day. Uh, just spent $500 getting a tattoo and can't buy my car insurance. But it's my job to run around the clipboard making sure Christians are being Jesus-y enough. That's my job. So co-social conservatives, this is going to be mind-blowing for some of you. It's not always about self-righteousness. I know this is mind-blowing for a society that's been taught, has these phobia about being judgmental. I personally don't mind if people judge me. As a matter of fact, I'm opening the comments up on my YouTube channel. And here's my rule about that. You can attack me personally as long as it's an intelligent point. Because I'm not a liberal. I don't, I'm not a snowflake. You can say the meanest stuff as long as there's an intelligent point point. That's all I care about is rational, intelligent, logical point. Make fun of me all you want. You will not find a less uh, snowflakish person in the world. So um, so this is, uh, you know, social conservatives, back to what I was saying before, you open yourself up to at least saying there's a standard, and again, it's not a self-righteousness, for the good of society, for the good of the group. So we come in, blow that up, all the judgment phobia people, uh, don't judge me, don't judge me, I'm going to live like an animal, don't judge me, don't judge me. All of a sudden, those same people, they care. it's a free country, I can do whatever I want. They're the same people that reject my Memorial Day ad on Facebook with the 1922 soldiers. They got a problem with that, but now when they, when they want to do what they want to do, it's a free country, I can do whatever I want. It's a joke, right? But the point is, these ripples, there is a limit to how much a person or a group of people can ingest of complete garbage. I mean, go eat Cheetos for breakfast, uh, Pepsi for lunch, and mozzarella sticks for dinner five days in a row, and let me know how you feel, okay? So again, all this stuff, and it affects the kids because the underlying problems at home, and I, I will admit this too, let me get this caveat in there, every single society in the history of mankind, all right? Indigenous times thousands of years ago, feudal times, Roman, there's always been obviously a group of people who were come out of the womb for whatever reason, no one of us, none of us will understand why God allows it, bonafide psychopaths. All right, we know that. Just evil people, excuse me, regardless of upbringing, etc. right? That's one thing. But, and I, you know, and but my concern is, okay, say like the shooter 
Buffalo Shooter and Uvalde, okay, is a 12 out of scale of 1 to 10. How many 7s and 8s are we creating? Well, obviously, if there's 130 people shot and killed on a holiday weekend, we're creating a lot who maybe, if they weren't poisoned, could have been floating around maybe at a 4 or a 5 because, I mean, none of us are batting 100. None of us, right? Not even close. So someone has to have the guts. Again, this is the exact, where we're taking the approach here is the exact opposite of woke, grandstanding, Whoopi Goldberg, anti-gun, CNN, Anderson Cooper, foolishness. For, guaranteeing our Constitution, $400 million in circulation already, a, um, which you're not going to stop with bans or buybacks. So the underlying problem has to be addressed. And it, it's a cliche the left always laughs at, but guns have been around forever in this country, ever, uh, without this. I mean... You know, it, 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 the only growing up when I was younger, before these school shooting thing, and by the way, excuse me, I was going to say, before the school shootings, the postal shootings, with a lot of former Vietnam vets who had mental health problems. We remember that, and that seemed to have calmed down. But one more thing about, I say about the school shootings. Schools, there's no excuse why schools should not be the safest building in this entire country. All of them. Which, of course, won't be cheap, but I mean, look how much money we spend on education in general anyway, right? One door, metal detectors. You know, the left laughs at this door idea. Okay, what is your solution? Get rid of the 400 million guns in circulation? There are so many situations in life you're going to have to accept where the liberal in the room is rolling their eyes laughing at you. And you are right, and you have to have the confidence to go forward because they're not playing with a full deck of cards. You're not ending school shootings. There's, I think, it's 30 million assault rifles with bans. And frankly, they can't ban them. It's in our Constitution for the reason we talked about before as far as, you know, good versus evil. All right, so that's a fallacy. But the, the school, if there was a real dedication, schools could be the safest building in this country but it's not there and um of course the uvalde police department did not help i mean that was the fbi was warned about this kid god only knows the budget they have i mean that should have automatically triggered a call to the uvalde police department which should have been there every single part of it was a disaster from a law enforcement perspective i get it but i still think the schools could be so much safer so much safer if there was a real dedication to it and here's the other part the school shootings obviously i mean the, the uvalde thing is just like sandy hook that elementary school kids slaughtered let's use that word i know it's harsh but i mean we got to face this stuff slaughtered right so that makes for good reason huge headlines right but is a percentage and this is again coming from a guy who thinks the school should be the safest building in any town of total shootings in this country. Look at the Chicago thing. The school shootings, again, because I have to, this will be manipulated, I guess, are a smaller percentage. They just Memorial Day shootings, funeral shootings, graduation party shootings, um, Trump, all of that. And um, that's bad. You know, we can't get together. People can't get, have a couple beers without a gun and shooting be involved, which again, Somebody wants to go the easy route of the gun, so be it. These are the same people, remember, uh, two or three weeks ago, wanted us to be putting ground troops in Ukraine. 
the thoughtless, emotional, knee-jerk reaction. We need to do more. We need to get to... And I, this is from a guy all for Ukraine, uh, military equipment, tanks, blah, blah, blah. And then I, and I mentioned on another podcast, okay, here's the most laughable part of the whole thing. You can't do that. We, you and I both know that. Okay, so you would think in their minds something would click, God forbid. And they'd say, wow. So when you're doing a, dealing with a nuclear power like Russia, you're that constricted that regardless of the $700 billion a year we spend on military. And the answer is yes, know-it-alls. You are that constricted with a, another country when they have nuclear weapons. Therefore, we probably should not take the Obama, Biden, John Kerry route and just play a patty cake with Iran when it comes to their nuclear program and be tough like Trump is. Because it's one thing for a bunch of communists who really don't want to die or Russians to have nukes. But to have a bunch of committed jihadists who think that it's their job to bring about the end of the world via the 12th Iman, to have nuclear weapons, to have the normal Jimmy Carter progressive pillow fight, like a bunch of girls at a slumber party, with that type of people over nuclear weapons is insane. No listening. The land of zero listening, as we call it here at Not Woke, with the Never Woke no, no, Nation. So... I mean, that, that's the best I have. I mean, it, it, you, you take the, our Constitution, guns in circulation, the fallacy of gun buybacks, this, that, and it's a cultural problem. That's the harder route. It's not the black and white route. And I think it has to start on an individual family level with all of us, myself included, because... Uh, you can't have some uh, foolish notion there's going to be some big spiritual awakening everything is going to change. Maybe there will be. I don't know. I'm not God, and I don't plan on being anytime soon. But um, something has to change, and it has to start at the individual basis. We have to accept the fact there's a lot of bad people who've made a lot of money corrupting a lot of good people in this country, a lot of bad habits, um, illegal habits, a lot of casino, and I, and again, I, I I struggle with this because I'm a big moderation person. I'm not some person who thinks everybody's supposed to be some holy roller and not have any alcohol or even you know if someone smokes a joint on their own, that's no big pot on their no big deal. Um, gambling, if you want to go play blackjack, that's why I str I'm not a black and white uh, you know person like that, and I don't even think that works. I think that just creates more problems. But on the other hand, there has to be some type of balance like Shapiro talks about. If you're going to have, and the Founding Fathers talk about that, once you open that door to personal freedom, it has to be balanced out with some type of spiritual growth, some type of spiritual grounding, or all hell will break loose. And I'm sorry. And you look at the statistics in this country, you look at the shootings, you look at the debt, you look at the psychological problems, you can make the case, I'm not trying to scare you, that all hell is breaking loose. So that's the best I have. I wish I could end on a better note, but I mean, I guess I can end on a better note and saying that this is our choice. We have chosen to go this route. Well, okay, choose to, and I mean, it's like moving the Titanic or a huge ship. It's not like you're going to turn the wheel and it's all going to turn at once. Good luck with that. But we have chosen this route, and the best we're going to do is slowly go back the opposite direction because that's what concerns me. And I'll, I mean, if there's, these kids just in the last couple weeks between Buffalo 
in Texas, but then you combine all the smaller ones, which I mean, a, a quote-unquote small shooting is still a shooting. The graduation party, somebody pulls a gun out, shoots three people. I mean, no one involved who's normal in that, unless they're a sociopath, is ever going to be the same person again. All those kids at that elementary school are ne and teachers are never going to be the same person again. So the deaths are bad enough psychologically, whether it's the you know ones that get the headlines or all these small shootings. Someone in Chicago that either just got shot or watched somebody else get killed this weekend is never going to be the same person again. So there is a lot to this, and we have got to start slowly uh, turning the ship around. I mean, that's the best I can think of. And I wish I could go the more black route of these liberal idiots, but what good? it might feel good and make me be, feel better than the rest of you, but okay, what the what, what good does that do if we really care about the society? We care about our country, our culture, which it not being not woke is all about. Till the next time, everybody. I'll try to be a more light, be upbeat. But you know, sometimes there is a healthy self respect that comes from just facing it the way it really is, and then working on it. And that's what we're trying to do. Take care, everybody. Until the next episode, I'll see you later.